Hi everybody, this is Jose Ortiz. I am your host of Ortiz Strategic Solutions, the podcast. I'm also the CEO and founder of Ortiz Strategic Solutions um, Consulting Agency. So um, this is the very first episode of our podcast. And um, what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to be reading uh, from some of your uh, emails that I received and some of the direct messages that I got from Instagram. If you have not followed me on Instagram yet, please do. Um, you can find me as Ortiz Strategic Solutions. If you don't have my email, uh, please write it down. My email is Solutions at gmail.com. So um, I have a couple questions here that I'm going to try to answer. So the first one is from Robert Lopez. He's from New Jersey. Um, and... Uh, the question is a very general question, and I and I picked it because I think it applies to everybody. So the question is, I'm a new manager in a company, um, and what is the best way to implement change? So this is the advice that I give everybody, all my managers, all the people that I talk to who are in leadership positions. I said, remember that when you try to implement the change, you're dealing with people. You're not dealing with machines. You're not dealing with computers. So you need to understand that there's, there are going to be a lot of feelings involved. So from the get-go, understand that, right? So Robert, there's number one. But but what you want to do is you want to be able to control as much as you can from your side, right? And for for, for, for a leader to do um, is is basically try to build trust from the get-go. And, and the number one thing that obviously you will need to do is introduce yourself. So I will be very general, maybe try to see if you can establish an old staff meeting with your department, your organization, depending on the size of it, and then introduce yourself, you know, what you're about, your vision, your background, um, you know, at least put a face on the name, right? Very first thing. Um, obviously, follow up with some emails. Some, um, some emails are very important. You can communicate with people as well. Um, but then building relationships, you know, in organizing, in the world of organizing, we have something that's called one-on-ones. So try to get as many one-on-ones from people in your department, in your organization. If it's a large organization, most likely it's going to be difficult. If it's a small organization, you know, my recommendation is to do as many one-on-ones as you can. Try to see if you can get, um, you know, some information from the people who work in the organization. Uh, you can always ask, you know, if, if there's any feedback on certain things, you know, in the organization. If you already have a change that you want to implement, you can always bring it up and see if you can get some input. So um, that's 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 one of the very first things you need to do. Obviously, right after that, you need to identify, excuse me, key people from that department from the organization because what you want to do is you want to grab them and you're going to train them so they can actually implement the changes you know to the rest of the staff you want to be able to give the ball to them so they can actually train you know the rest of the staff remember these people these key leaders these uh key people in the organization they're been established they've already been there for many for many many years right so they have the respect of the rest of the staff you know, the rest of the staff will need to buy in, right? Of course, you're going to get some pushback from some folks. That's normal. But at the end of the day, you know, if you have the majority of them, you know, buying in into the change, you're going to be okay, right? 
Um, so that's a very general uh, advice that I will give you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> as always, Robert, you can always email me um, again, or these strategic solutions at gmail.com. We can always try to see if we can talk over the phone or maybe we can continue our communication via email. Okay. Uh, good question. Um, Laura Pickard, she's writing me from Chicago, my hometown. Um, and the question is, um, what are some of the advice that you will give a leader so they can continue uh, with their personal growth? Um, you know, it, it, it really depends. I mean, I really, you know, try to see if, you know, I think everybody's different. I, you know, I'm the firm believer that uh, as a leader, uh, you have to be a forever student, meaning that you always have to, you know, be reading. You always have to, you know, be meeting people, learning from people. I, I think that uh, the advice that I can give uh, uh, people who are, want to continue to grow is be interested in people, right? So if you're interested in people, you're never going to be bored because I, I feel like every person has something new to offer we are we can all learn from each other um try to see if you can identify weakness right i mean in my case for example um, i'm not great in data you know i'm learning on my own i'm trying to see if i can get familiar with some of the terminology of data analysis data scientist right um, um because i want to be able to know if i meet people you know what they're talking about so Look at some of the weaknesses, some of the things that you feel that you need to, to work on. Um, maybe learn a new language, right? I mean, yeah, if you speak Spanish and English, you pretty much can communicate with 80% of the world's population. So um, that's what I would do. Continue networking. Uh, that's another uh, great way to continue your personal growth. Again, meeting people, being interested in people. Um, you know, um, there's so many different things you can do. Um, but number one, again, is be interested in people, right? Um, everybody has something to offer and you can learn from everybody. Um, so that, that will be my recommendation. Again, um, I wish I knew more about you. I wish I, I had a little bit of background information on what you like, you know, maybe what some of the things that you want to learn so I can provide more of a, uh, individual, um, advice but but again as i said this with uh, with everybody please uh, reach out to me at uh, 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 my ig um, account and again email me um, if you have any more questions but you know for being the first episode i wanted to just uh, give you a little bit of uh, taste of what the show is going to be um, trying to answer some of your questions um, Maybe for the next episode, I'm going to have somebody here so they can ask me questions directly. Um, and we can we can engage in a conversation about leadership, change management, and conflict resolution. Well, this is it for the first episode. Um, I hope you uh, enjoy it. And uh, please uh, stay tuned for more episodes, okay? Uh, you have a great uh, end of the year 2019. And I wish you the best for the year 2020. This is Jose Ortiz from Ortiz Strategic Solutions, the podcast.
Hi everybody, this is Jose Ortiz from Ortiz Strategic Solutions, the podcast. Um, today is April 9, 2020, and one of the things that we're going to talk about today is um, how, to, how to best prepare for a job interview in your quote-unquote dream job. So, um, as you know, there's, a, there's our usual circumstances. We are living in a global pandemic. Um, everybody, I'm hoping everybody's at home. Um, but here's the thing, we're going to come out of this and we, we're going to uh, be back to normal um, sooner. And I'm really optimistic that the economy is going to go back on and our country is going to be um, what it's always been over the last uh, uh, 100 years or so, um, one of the uh, bigger uh, economic powers of the world. And with that, jobs are going to emerge, uh, jobs are going to be created and and you will need to uh, be best prepared if you want to land uh, a good job a job that is going to fulfill you not only personally but also financially but the first thing that i that i will recommend everybody is circle uh, 15 20 jobs companies that you are interested in applying to um, you can certainly do more uh, nevertheless i will recommend starting with you know that particular number and then Uh, learn about them, uh, read about them, uh, become familiar about about those companies and what they do and the history and the background. Um, once you have done that, of course, uh, you're going to modify your resume. Um, now, this advice, um, um, you know, and I just want to be completely clear about this. Uh, this advice is for those folks who have a certain degree of um, uh, experience in education, right? Um, of course, you know for every particular job in every particular field you will need to have uh, you will need to meet certain requirements so that being said um, if uh, you are going to apply to be a um, doctor per se you know i'm hoping that uh, you have the education uh, at least to apply to it so uh, just to be clear all right so uh, let's be realistic about this but at the same time um, you know, you, you, you don't be discouraged. So once you have identified those companies, the next step, of course, is uh, working on your resume, as I've stated. So uh, for each company um, or for, for some companies, you're going to probably use, utilize the same resume. For others, um, you know, you probably um, will need to Um, edit and modify uh, resumes here and there, uh, depending on the on the company. Um, in the resume, what you need to do is uh, page, page and a half at the most. Um, you're gonna have uh, obviously the last five years of your working experience. Um, you're gonna start with the most uh, recent job uh, to the oldest job that you have had. Uh, you're going to apply numbers. So make sure that on your resume, you apply numbers, data, stats about certain uh, tasks that you completed. Um, you're going to use language such as able to complete, I was able to meet, uh, able to succeed, uh, able to, um, uh, again, meet. So, so some of the terminology that will um, uh, right away, you know, um, Uh, put you on a on a different uh, feel from from the from from the other candidates. So uh, that's the language you're going to use. Um, it's important that you do page page and a half. Uh, it's important that you're clear. 
it's important that uh, the resume is uh, polished. Uh, obviously, you don't you want to be able to have everything uh, with no grammar, with no uh, sort of uh, uh, mistakes, right? Because you know uh, most likely people are going to be reading them and. If you apply in the corporate world, um, you know, that's a big one, right? If, if you do a typo, if you uh, somehow don't complete a sentence uh, and so forth. So make sure that you revise your resumes is very, very important. Uh, so that being said, after you have uh, research and you have done your homework on those companies and you have updated your resume and work with someone, When you work on your resume, it's not on your own. Remember, you don't have to hire someone. You don't have to pay for someone to do your resume. You can do it on your own, but you can always work with a friend, with a colleague, with someone who you trust and who means well uh, for them to look at it and, and to point out maybe some of the things that you missed or that you need to add in that resume. Um, that being said, um, you know, you're going to start applying and you're going to start applying like crazy to those 15, 20 jobs. You're going to apply uh, maybe two or three times, maybe, maybe, you know, two or three, two, two or three jobs a day. So you shouldn't kill yourself applying to a lot of jobs one particular day, because remember, you need to be clear. You need to be able to do it right. You need to follow the instructions. Um, you know, the worst thing you can do is applied to five, six, seven jobs a day. And because you were rushing, because you were tired, you know, you missed the question, you misspelled something, and now you wasted your whole day, right? Um, applying to a job, being, you know, uh, consistent with that, you know, also it's tiring. You get tired out of that. I mean, I, I've done it. I've been unemployed. I've been, I've been able to, uh, to do what I, what I'm recommending you guys to do. And I've noticed that um, it, it is fresh. It gets frustrating. So make sure that for your own sake, uh, for your own uh, mental state, you know, be strategic about it. Again, two to three jobs max a day. Uh, you apply to two or three jobs a day, um, uh, but you do it on a regular basis. You take off a day or two to regroup, and then you do it again. Um, 15, 20 companies. It's is how you start. But then again, every week, every, you know, hopefully it's not going to be forever, but every week you update and you research another 15, 20 companies and you do the same. Um, in the meantime, right, um, if you get an interview, don't get discouraged. If you feel like it's a company that you have no chance of, of, uh, of, of getting the job or the position, you still uh, prepare, you still do mock interviews. You still go and remember worst case worst case scenario. Um, you get practice, um, so you know I wouldn't I wouldn't get discouraged in, in, in any of that. Um, and then um, you know two, three, four, five interviews. It will only make you make you better, right? Practice make you better. So uh, by the time you get into that particular job, uh, that interview, for example, is uh, you're gonna be ready and you're gonna feel like you know this is something that you. It's almost natural to you, right? So it's not easy. Um, it's it's actually difficult. Um, I'm not gonna lie. For all of you guys who've been in that situation, uh, like myself, uh, we'll we'll obviously um, relate. Uh, but if you do it in a strategic form, if you follow a process, uh, it can be it can be uh, it can be it, it, can, it can feel better. Um, so. So that's the advice. Um, 
the other advice that I always give people is, you know, it's not only your experience, it's not only the knowledge that you have, it's not only your resume, how you prepare your resume or the interview, right? The interview is really important, of course, but it's also the network, you know, keep going out there, you know, keep going to networking events, keep going out there to meet people. Uh, you don't have to pay for a lot of that stuff, right? I mean, a lot of them are free, free, um, meetings but uh you know make sure you keep doing it you you get yourself out there make sure that um you uh update your profile in every single social media platform uh because you know nowadays when you apply when you when employers look at your resume they're going to be looking at your social media as well so make sure that everything is professional uh all of those social medias depending on which media do you have you need to be professional nowadays you know, you just don't post anything crazy on Instagram or, or Facebook anymore because it's really simple and easy to, to find it, right? Uh, LinkedIn should always be, uh, you should always be updating LinkedIn. You should always be engaging LinkedIn, right? Uh, uh, that's something that um, I recommend everybody. Um, and that's how you land uh, your job. I mean, quote unquote dream job. Why did I say quote unquote dream job? Because, you know, as individuals, humans, we always uh, are looking for something bigger, something better. So in the meantime, if you're unemployed and you're looking for a job, circle, quote unquote, the dream job that you want at that particular moment. Now, uh, it varies for people who are employed, who are unemployed, of course. And I am taking the direction of the unemployed, um, but is the same process that someone who's employed can utilize, right? Um, if you're unemployed, right, you might have a little more flexibility. That doesn't mean that you're going to go crazy and apply because of the reasons I told you. If you're employed, you know that you need to, you know, go home and instead of uh, doing other activities, continue the job process. Um, anyways, uh, this is the advice I give you for today. Um, again, if you have any questions, please email me at Ortiz Strategic Solutions, the podcast, uh, excuse me. Uh, follow me on Instagram or T Strategic Solutions. Um, and again, if you have any questions, you can also call me, text me. Um, uh, my number is 312-975-4882. Again, this is Jose Ortiz from Ortiz Strategic Solutions. Be blessed.